Yo, 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 welcome to the Mega Rain Podcast. It's your boy D-Train. How are we on this lovely Tuesday afternoon? It is still bright outside. <laughs> you know, after daylight savings time, it's still bright out. And, you know, I'm walking home from work and I can still see the sun. But I just want to introduce my guest today. Uh, we have our very own mayor of Malden, Mayor Gary Christensen. What's up, D-Train? How are you? <laughs> Thank you for having me. I didn't think it could get better than around the rim, <laughs> but this could be it. Yeah, it could be. Welcome to the Mega Rain Podcast. All right. Uh, if you just want to give a brief intro about yourself. You know. Sure. Again, my name's Gary Christensen, mayor of Malden, and uh, I've been mayor now for eight years, and uh, it's been one of the greatest experiences of my life. But people often ask me, what do you do when you have a little downtime? And uh, believe it or not, I love the NBA. And so when D-Chain called me, I thought it was a perfect opportunity to break away for a little bit and talk some hoops. What got you into basketball? Well, because I could never play it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the same so way. this was the next best thing, <laughs> uh, watching it, following it, going to the games. Um, I think my first real experience was back in the 80s with the uh, Pistons, uh, Celtics, Lakers, Celtics rivalries. I went to the Garden for a few games and uh, have always been a fan since. Who's your favorite team right now? Uh, I don't know if I have one, and we're going to get into this, I think, because yeah. one of your questions sent it around the NBA today. Yeah. And uh, just too much scoring for me. Too much scoring. Too much scoring. Too I love defense. Yeah. <laughs> Set plays and blocks and steals, and it's been tough for me to follow it this year just because you know the score is going to be 160, 150, 140, and yep. that's globetrotter basketball, you know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, uh, some topics that we have today are we're going to be talking about how the Lakers are struggling, uh, how the Celtics are struggling, but they recently went on a road trip and t looked to have turned it around. Uh, we will recap the Celtics and Lakers game last Saturday the 9th. We will also talk about all these high-scoring game trends that have happened in the NBA as of late. Talk about the playoff race and the uh, Rookie of the Year race. So are you uh, ready to dive into the NBA? Let's go. All right. Starting off with the Lakers. The Lakers have lost five straight games. They lost to the Milwaukee Bucks. The Phoenix Suns, Los Angeles Clippers, the Denver Nuggets, and the Boston Celtics. They have been 4-15 and 15 since LeBron came back from injury. Uh, basically, what are your thoughts on the Lakers' disaster season? It's just that, and I'm not surprised. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think it's a combination of, you know, having a lot of youth, yep. a lot of mismatched set of veterans, mm -hmm. LeBron's injury, then you had the Antonio Davis saga, yep. and I think you combine all that, and it's just um, wreaked havoc on their season. Yeah, it's it's sad because, like, before LeBron got hurt, they were, like, the fourth seed in the West. And then he got hurt, and then Lonzo Ball got hurt. Right. And they just started, like, going downhill. Right. Although I always thought, actually, even if LeBron was there, I'm not sure how they were – far they were going to go just because of those different things I talked to you about, the mismatched set of veterans, the youth. Plus, they're in a tough, tough conference. Yes, they are. And that, to me, you know, spelled doom, mm -hmm. no matter if LeBron was healthy or not. But one thing, one thing was when before LeBron's injury, they were like a top defensive team. And, they, and when he, while he was injured, they were still, you know, hovering around like the top 15 and in defense. And when he came back, their defense was just horrible. Yeah, maybe on paper, but I just, when I think West, I think Rockets, yeah. Warriors. I just don't, I never thought the Lakers were a threat. Hmm. And that's because I think now that they have LeBron, they need, LeBron has always succeeded when he's had that other player or yes. two. He needs you another know, D. Wade, Kyrie Irving. Yep. I don't think he has that quite yet no. in Los Angeles. I, I thought it would be Kuzma for, to step up, but he hasn't stepped up. No, I, I like him. I think he's a great player. I just didn't think he was 
the next Irving or the next Wade. And yeah. I think that's what LeBron needs. And then all of a sudden, you know, this, the Davis thing, I thought, hurt the chemistry a little bit as well. So <laughs> The Davis thing killed the chemistry. Right. It killed the chemistry. Like, everyone's just playing for themselves. Right. They're not playing for the team because they don't, they don't know where they're going to be next season. Exactly. And then you have the veterans who are, you know, on one-year deals, and they were in the trade rumors. So, right. yeah, that Anthony Davis trade just killed the killed the Lakers' chemistry. Right. And LeBron is only getting he's only getting older. Right. You know, he's thirty four years old right now. Yeah, I think it's almost they said the equivalent of uh, twenty years. You know, fifteen seasons or whatever yeah. number of games he's played, mm-hmm. and those playoff games he went to eight straight finals. Right, right, yeah. So we'll just have to wait and see. But um, you know, those are some of the factors that I think have are going to keep them out of the playoff hunt. Yeah, I don't think they're they're like seven games out of yeah, the, right. Out so of the out of the playoffs, spots, not so. the hunt. Out of the playoffs, <laughs> they're right. like out of the playoffs. Yeah, now. right, right. Uh, but. What do you think? Uh, there's a legitimate question if LeBron is the best player in the NBA right now. Do you think he is still? No. No? Uh, and it's no disrespect. Uh, I, to me, I think it's uh, Giannis. Giannis? Yeah, just watching him. Mm-hmm. He does it all. He yeah. is, to me, what LeBron was you know, when he first started up. But do you think – I, I have to go with KD because – and not for this season. Yeah. Like this season, I'm with you. It – it would be Giannis, but like KD has that you know history. But the only thing that knocks on him is when he went to Golden State because he doesn't have that load that Giannis has. I was just gonna say if KD was a star on a team all by himself, yeah, yeah, that might be the case. But Giannis, um, uh, to me, he's taken the Bucks to a new level. I mean, mm-hmm. I've seen the transformation from last year to this year. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's so much that can happen in the NBA yep. to see him take that step forward. To me, separates him a little bit it, from have, any other player. They have to show it. He has to show it in the playoffs. True. So it's a, true. It's a regu- regular season. But they are the number one seed. They are the number one right. seed, and they have the number one overall seed in the uh, NBA. Right. But Which is a step up from last year. Mm-hmm. You know, I, th- I forget where they were last year. They were like seventh. Yeah. Oh, were they? okay. Yeah, they were seventh. He just needs to uh, work on his jump shot. Yeah. And uh, in clutch situations, you know, and in playoff time, he just needs to prove it. But, right. You know, we'll see this year in this playoffs if, uh, you know, he'll do it. I think LeBron this year is his last year, unless he just has an amazing year next year. But this year, I originally said that LeBron's, you know, tenure, the best best player in the NBA would last these next two years. But it looks like to me it's th- after this year, that's that's open, you know. And I, I have KD taking it because he's been, he's been that guy for the, like the last, you know, he's been like one beat of LeBron for like the last several years. Right. Yeah, I, I could see that. Um you know, but that's his choice. I mean, I was surprised LeBron made the move. Yeah. I was surprised and not surprised. Surprised that he went to a team that most people thought mm-hmm. weren't going to get back to where he wanted to go. But not surprised because it's Los Angeles. Yeah. You know, so he must be thinking long term. No, you know, definitely. that when his days are over, he's out on the West Coast. He can probably own a team, manage a team, whatever. Yeah, and Hollywood. Hollywood. They're, they're right. making uh, Space Jam 2. Yep, yep, right. <laughs> so that must have factored in. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be as good as the original Space Jam, <laughs> but we'll right. see. Right, right. <laughs> uh, do you think the Lakers should trade LeBron? Because that's been, uh, you know, a lot of – Jeff Van Gundy said it on the broadcast, like, maybe like a week ago. He's like, oh, well, maybe, you know, LeBron, like, since – he kind of like killed the chemistry of the team, and he's not playing defense. Maybe they should trade him if you know Kevin Durant was available, if Kawhi Leonard was available. Like, would would you trade LeBron for one of those players? Yes, one of those superstar players. Yes, uh, and the reason being is because just what you said. But if they didn't trade him, I would have to assume he's filling seats. Yeah, you know. So if I'm Los Angeles, I'm weighing whether or not he's. 
you know, helping on the revenue side of things. But mm-hmm. if it was aside from money and whether or not he's generating the filling of seats, yeah, I would trade him. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people think that it's like blasphemous to trade LeBron, but like LeBron's, he's going to be 35 in December. Look how the Patriots <laughs> do it. Not to jump to football, but they keep, yeah. you know, they wait a couple years and then mm-hmm. they're on cycling. Yeah, yeah you know? once the Patriots, once they... uh <laughs> Once they're, like, worth all that money, they, like, decide to cut them. That's it. Yeah. So, so we'll see what happens. But yeah. but uh, the Lakers had some bad losses uh, in their stretch. They lost to Indiana without Victor Oladipo. They lost to the Atlanta Hawks, the New Orleans Pelicans without Anthony Davis, the Memphis Grizzlies. They lost to the Phoenix Suns. They lost to the Clippers. Just... Bad losses all around in in February. Right, and it just goes to show you where they are, and yeah, and it's, you know they have some work to do. Yeah, they, I mean I'm not complaining because again I grew up Lakers Celtics, so mm-hmm. you know yeah, I don't I'm, have any love lost. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel the same way. I'm, yeah, I'm always happy when LeBron loses. I'm always happy oh, yeah. when the Lakers lose. So, yep. but same. you know, at the same time, I still kind of feel bad for him. You know, I thought you know they would be in the playoffs because. When he was, when he was not injured, they were like one of one of the best teams. Like when they picked up Tyson Chandler, they were one of the best teams defensively. And then he got injured, and he came back. And you, when you thought he'd come back, you thought the defense would be slightly better. And it, the the defense was actually pretty good while he was hurt. It was when he came back that the defense just went down. Yeah. And, you know, this is all shocking. Well, don't forget, they lost. Uh, Ball was gone. Yeah, they lost um, Alonzo. Uh, they had traded Clarkson, I believe, who I always thought was a real good player. I you don't mean, know why he's coming off the bench. Jordan Zubac? Clarkson. Oh, jo- yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was last year. Oh, was it last year? Yeah. Oh. Um, well, anyway, I always thought he could have been an integral piece of the Lakers' future. Mm-hmm. Um, and then getting Rondo. Yeah. You know? Uh, sitting on the end of the bench again. It's just... <laughs> can't be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be doing right. that. Uh, is there anything you want to add before uh, we move on? Oh, no. I'm looking forward to moving on to All the right. Celtics. All right. Let's go to yeah. the Celtics. So before the road trip, the Celtics only won one game after All-Star break. And <laughs> that was against the Washington Wizards. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty bad. They had some pretty awful losses as well. They had a really. They got blown out by Toronto. Uh, they had a close game against Portland. They lost by like ten plus against Chicago, and then they just got wiped out at home against Houston. And you know, a lot of people out there in the media and fans were saying, "Oh, well, the Celtics were better without Kyrie Irving." And I, I, I was, I was about to jump ship on that, but I was like, "No, they're not." Like. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that when people well, say that? Well, I think unlike the Lakers, who had some major injuries, mm-hmm. the Celtics did not for the most part. Theirs was more about chemistry, I think. Yeah. Trust in chemistry and, you know, just bringing back Haywood. Yeah. You're coming off such a high, so you think you can waltz in. Mm-hmm. You know, you put all those factors together, and it, it showed why they aren't where we all thought they would be. Yeah. So to me, that was that's their biggest issue. But as I think you alluded to, they're, they're slowly turning it around. Yeah. I've always thought this is a team that needs the bright lights. You know, yeah. They're not into playing games in the middle of February. They want playoffs. Yeah. I totally agree yeah. with you because the Celtics, they only play against their to their opponent. So when they're playing the Toronto Raptors or like the Golden State Warriors, they're going to show up. But if they play... Like Phoenix or you know Clippers last night, Clippers, yep. someone lower to them, they just that's it. They're just gonna sleepwalk. Bingo! You summed so. it up perfectly. So okay. I think they'll be fine once they get into the playoffs. The I thing think. is seeding, though. That's nah, the I thing. I don't think so. I mean, no, no. I think they. It doesn't matter where they're seeded. I think yeah. they're gonna show up. They might not have home court advantage in the first round. Yeah, but they just beat the Warriors on the road. That's true. You know, they beat um, most of the teams they've taken it to have been on the road. Yeah, you know, as of late. Yes. Yeah, as of late. So, 
I don't know, just la- I mean, last year Kyrie and Gordon Hayward weren't there, but they only won one road victory last year in the playoffs. Yeah, that's true, but against Philadelphia. I um, just think they're waiting for the, for playoffs, the playoffs to begin. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so. Yeah, so there were mad quotes from the players just for like, ah, uh, they were saying like they're not together, and the coach was saying that they were taking like shortcuts and just like mad like, you know, negative comments, not fun, and you know Kyrie's attitude towards the media, <laughs> where he just he just doesn't want to talk to the media. He's just like, uh, like leave me alone. I can't wait till this regular season's over because you guys got me. Right. I'm gonna show it in the playoffs. And, and they were wrapped up with the Davis, you know, issue. Yeah. And uh, you know, so you know, we always say injuries are devastating to a to a team. Mm-hmm. This is just as well. You know, if you don't have good chemistry, good communication, yeah. it can be just as maddening. Yeah, you know? there was, like, no trust for our games. And, you know, they weren't playing together. Right. It was just, like, isolation basketball. Right. And I must admit, I'm a little surprised that the coach let that go on as long as he did. Yeah. You know, it looks like he's now trying to make a few changes. Mm-hmm. You know, Haywood in, Haywood out. Yeah. But I was a little surprised. Like, I don't see someone like Belichick or uh, the Red Sox coach mm-hmm. do, letting that yeah. go on as long as it's, it did. It's been going on the whole month of February. Right. And, and even January, there was Marcus Morris was saying, even though when they were winning, they were like, yeah, well, it hasn't been fun. Right. I thought he would have reacted sooner. I was a little surprised by that. So do you think, uh, do you think there needs to be a starting lineup change? So the the current starting lineup is they start Kyrie, Smart, Tatum, Morris, and Horford. Ah, so Haywood comes off the bench. Haywood comes off the bench. I mean, I would start Haywood. I mean, Morris to me has always been a bench guy, you know? Yeah. And Marcus Smart has always been that energy guy off the bench, Mm -hmm. you know, second unit. Yeah, I I think at some point in the playoffs, Brad is going to have to go back to that starting five of Kyrie, Brown, Tatum, Hayward, and Al. That's why you put it together for that reason, you know. So just just because Hayward's actually coming back into form now. Like in the beginning of the season, he was rusty because he was coming off that injury. Yeah, but he's he's had some good games lately. Right, but that's why you went out and got all those people to have a starting five like that. So. Let's do it. Let's see what it's, you know, see what it has. But, you know, Mott, Smart and Morris, to me, have always been those six men, people yeah, off the because, bench. Yeah, because, like, some games, I, w- I would be watching some games, and in the first quarter, the starters would have, like, the lead at the end of the first quarter. And then come second quarter, the bench comes in, and the bench is getting blown out by, like, all these good teams. Right. And I'm like, well, if Morris was on the bench— you know, he would not let that happen. If right. Smart was on the bench, he would not let that happen. Right. So. Yeah. So we'll yeah. see. But that's, I'm with you on that. And also, I've been watching the Celtics sometimes when the Celtics get blown out. Brad, he takes too long to call the timeout. It's like the game's already out of hand right. <laughs> by the time he calls timeout. And it's already too late. Like, they're already down 15, and Brad Stevens calls a timeout. And I'm like, what are you doing? You should have called a timeout when you're down, like, 9 or 10. Yeah. Don't, you know, you got to stop the bleeding. You know, talk to the guys. Stop the bleeding. He's an awesome coach, but that's one negative of his style. He's a player's coach. You know, let the players try to, you know, yeah, we're professionals. Let them yeah. figure it out. But mm-hmm. I've always liked Popovich style. You know, where in the first 30 seconds, if he doesn't like what he sees, call him yeah, timeout. Yeah, he calls a timeout. Yeah. I think he called a timeout in like the first 15 seconds of the game. Right. I've always liked that kind of a style, you yeah. know, because the fans are there. You want to wanna win, you know. Yeah. But so. uh, their worst loss of the season for the Celtics was against Houston. When oh, Whose isn't? What? Most teams, that's the case. So. Yeah. It was at home, too. Yeah, just, right. But they they were, what are you going to do? He's a harden his... Hard, yeah, I probably should have. I don't know what I was thinking. Not mention <laughs> him when you said who's the best player in the NBA. I don't know how I left him out of it. He's one of the best, but he's not like he's his defense is getting better. But I don't consider him like he's one of the best up there. But he's not a elite two way yeah. two way right. defender like, like Giannis, Giannis. Yeah, you know and LeBron, Kevin Durant, yeah, right. LeBron and right. Paul George and all that. Right, right. But you know, carries but, it with the offense. But those step backs. 
Oh, those stacks are I mean, during uh, Houston-Boston in Boston, yeah, there was a pivotal moment, I think, when the game just went all Houston, mm-hmm. and he did a step back over two defenders. Yeah, that was one of my moments. Nothing but net. I mean, it was nothing but net. I was yeah. like, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But now, that road trip to California, though. <laughs> They what they they went to California. They beat the Warriors by thirty three. Gordon Hayward had a 30, 30 point game. They beat the Kings by two. Gordon Hayward had a game winner, and then they beat the Lakers by double digits. Mm-hmm. They went three and one in California. And uh, I I just want to ask you, what, what do you think happened on that plane ride? <laughs> the bright lights, like you said, you know the Warriors. They're yeah. gonna play up. Uh, the Kings, they barely won. The Kings, they barely won, yes. <laughs> Lakers, they're going to play up. Mm-hmm. You know, Kyrie against LeBron. Yeah. You know, when the lights are on, I mean, they're yeah, I they're ready so. to go. They were saying that, uh, you know, Kyrie, they were, like, playing cards on the plane. Kyrie was singing on the plane. He was, you know, ex- exemplifying his leadership. And, you know, it's just... Yeah, like the Celtics look like a different team. Right. These three games, like against Clippers, you know, they went back to reality. But, like, I'm not mad that they lost to the Clippers because we're going to get the Clippers draft pick anyway. So. Yeah, not only that, it's the end of the road trip. Yeah. They had like, already done their duty you're beating to, the you're Lakers. Ba- yeah, Warriors. you're bound to lose one. So, yeah, right. You know. Right. And who's on the Lakers you're playing up to, you know? Yeah, exactly. So. Like, they went 3-1, and one, like— Honestly, going out of like after that Houston game, you could have argued that they could have went zero and four because right. they were just so bad on the road before. Right. But, but like you know. said, on the tail end, the Clippers. I mean, I can't think of one player on there. You know that they're going to play up for. I, the, the Clippers just fight hard. Yeah, they do. Well, when you got Dark Rivers <laughs> leading the Doc team, Rivers, we know what he's like. Lou Williams, your yeah. guy Montrez Harrell. Oh. Yeah, right, right, right. But like you said. Even with that, successful road trip. Yeah, yes, yeah. very successful road trip. Yeah. Very successful road trip. But uh, to get into the uh, Celtics-Lakers game, Kyrie had uh, 30 points. Uh, he was 5 from 8 from 3. Morris had 16 points. Smart had 16 points. He was 4 from 6 from 3. Hayward had 15 points. And on the Lakers side, LeBron, he had a triple-double, mm-hmm. 30 points, 10 rebounds, 12 assists. Don't remind me. I went up against him in fantasy. <laughs> oh, yeah. that must have been a bad oh, night yeah. for you. That was a bad night. <laughs> yeah. That was a bad night. Yeah. <laughs> Mo Wagner had 22 points. And uh, Jay Williams had 18 points and uh, 10 rebounds. Yeah. But I think you, you know, highlighted why the Celtics won balance. Yeah, all those plays you cited, mm-hmm. pretty much across the board. The the Celtics usually win games when Hayward. There's like a stat that that the Celtics have when Hayward scores more than like twelve points. They're like they're usually winning. They've only lost like four games. Oh, okay. So yeah, Hayward is like the key. Yeah, and they never gave in. I mean, most of the time when you're on the road, yeah, you know, there's ups and downs. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like they never ever let the Lakers gain the momentum. No, nah, it was it was close in the first half, and then like I think between like two minutes left, they stretched the lead out to ten, and then it just went from there. Right. right. So so good for the Celtics. It was good. It was a yeah. good game for the Celtics. You know, always nice, always nice to beat LeBron. Yep. Extra motivation and Never they, beat, they beat us at home. So right, right. That Rondo game winner. They they beat us at home, so we had right. to go pay them back. Yep, that's it. Let's get into uh, the high scoring game trends. So I I have a couple of box scores for you. Okay. Uh, these were over the past week. Uh, so this the first game was in overtime. It was the Bulls against the Hawks, one sixty eight to one sixty one. That was four overtime, so that might be an outlier. All right. Uh, we got 131 to 120, Bucks beat Lakers. 135 to 121, Wizards beat the Timberwolves. 131 to 120, Timberwolves beat Thunder. 132 to 123, Wizards beat the Mavericks. 131 to 114, the Bucks beat the Hornets. 
So I'll, I'll, I just want your thoughts on like these uh, high scoring games and what do you think this is due to? Well, my thoughts on them is I don't like them. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, it reminds me of uh, that Will Farrell movie, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, I forget the name of it, but they just were... Semi-pro? Yeah, semi-pro. That's <laughs> it. Uh, you know, it's like the Globetrotters. It's just... I like defense, game planning. Yeah. You know, working hard, down low. Mm-hmm. And so, for me, you know, I know they're entertaining, and that's what the people want. Yeah. But it's not, you know, growing up, it's not what basketball was, you know, when I saw it. So... You know, that, that, that's my feeling on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it sounds like, it looks like it's here to stay. Do you think that is due to the defense or is it due to, because there's also, they're, they're shooting more threes. So right. that means they're making more threes. Right. Uh, you know, there's spacing on the court. Right. You know, I you say can... it's a combination of what the people want, yeah. the rule changes. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you can't touch someone now outside yeah. of, hey, no, you know, certain No hand of, touching? Or, right, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the coaches themselves, you know, mm-hmm. they're drawing up game plans now that fit with what I think the NBA is promoting, which is scoring. Yes. And then it's just guys are more offensive oriented and like Steph Curry just changed the league. I want to say right. two, three years ago. Right. When, you know, he was like the only one shooting threes from like half court. Right. And, you know, he was, he, he was like the first one to make like 400 400 threes in a season. Yeah. And now you have the Houston Rockets basically copying the Golden State Warriors and making what they do better. Yeah. By shooting so many threes. Yeah. Houston sh- Houston wants to shoot like 50 threes a game. Right. But I mean with this the way they're playing you might as well just tune in in the fourth quarter. I mean it's just yeah. I don't know. Yeah, this also leads to more blowouts too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you're right. So first quarter, you'll know in the first quarter. What yeah, the, uh, because I remember I saw a Golden State Warrior game against Denver one time, and Golden State put up 50 in the first quarter, and Denver put up like 39. Yeah. And you're like, well, that's really good right. like, to put up 39 points. But then you let up 50, and they hit like 10 threes in the first quarter. You're like, wow. Like, back, you know, back in the day, like, it'd be rare to hit you know, 10 threes in, a, in an entire game. See, growing up, uh, 20 points was in a quarter was considered good. 20, 25 <laughs> points. That's how you – that was the average you would aim yep. for, you know. But all bets are off now with the way they're playing. And so, again, I just – I used to love steals and blocks yeah. and strategy. And, mm-hmm. you know, now it's just who can hit it. Yes, it's basically, you know what the NBA says is a make or miss league. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's basically what it is. So, you know, I don't know if it'll change back. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think so right now because the fans seem to love it. Mm-hmm. But I know for someone like you and myself, I mean, yeah. you know, I just. Yeah, that's how I always felt that that's how you had to beat the Warriors with uh, like a low post game. Yeah. Because if you watch the uh, first series against Golden State in Cleveland, like that, that that series in 2015, they won six games. LeBron LeBron was obviously the best player, but he didn't have Kevin Love with him. He didn't have Kyrie Irving with him, and the second guy was Matthew Dellavedova. And LeBron took LeBron took that Warriors team to six games. Right. And you know, basically, he was just backing down on the post. You know, hitting those fade fadeaway jump shots, getting in the, into the paint. Right. And you know, at will, and Golden State couldn't stop him. Right. Yeah. So I don't know what the future holds, but I know right now it's been tough for me to. Yeah, it's been tough. To watch this. You know? I've, I've always like, oh, are these guys not playing defense? Because sometimes you see wide open threes and you're like, there's no one near. But like, are you going to say that's really good ball movement or is it someone just missed their assignment? See, I always liked <laughs> someone making a three with a hand in the face. Yeah. You know, I always. Appreciated that. So <laughs> that's James Harden. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's no James doubt. Harden. No doubt. He'll take all those contested threes. And like as a defense, I always say I'm living with that. Right. Right. Uh, and also, the pace of the game is much quicker now than it was back in the day. Right. Yeah. You know, we, they're like agree. shooting shots. Like Mike D'Antoni's offense. He, you know, he wanted a shot in like eight seconds or less. So. 
Yeah, if you sh- shoot the ball every eight seconds, like you're going to get a lot of possessions. See, that's why I always used to look forward to the All-Star game. Yeah. Because that's when you'd see that kind of scoring. But to see it every night, mm-hmm. the yeah. entire season, just gets old. Well, I mean, in the playoffs, it's going to, you know, crack down because that's when you're going to get into the half-court offense. It's not going to be like that. It's the only team's going to be like that for is Golden State because Golden State's probably going to run through everybody. Yeah. Actually, maybe not. I think, <laughs> I think they have. I think I think the Warriors have some competition in the West. Oh, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. So let's get into the uh, to, into the standings. Okay. The standings are really actually really tight. So uh, I'm going to start with the West. Uh, you got Golden State at 45 and 21. Denver 43 and 22. You got the Houston Rockets 42 and 25. OKC. 41 and 26, Portland 40 and 26, Clippers 39 and 29, the Spurs 38 and 29, Utah 37 and 29. So the West is just three, uh, three through five is that's tight. Like they're all one game. So mm-hmm. you know if you lose a game, you can be from three all the way to five. That's right. And the team that I think. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Is Portland? Portland. Yeah, uh, they got the shooters. They got the center. Yeah, they got the bench now. Yeah, with Portland. Cantor. Portland has a legit bench now. They Rodney have, Hood. Uh, yeah, Cantor, Rodney Hood, as you said, Seth Curry. You know, they got they got some guys. Yeah. Uh, Charles, Charles Barkley and uh, Kenny the Jet Smith were hyping them up to make the finals. No, I mean I've seen a difference in them this year. And and you know Damian Lillard plays uh, he plays up plays to big. those Warriors. Oh yeah, he plays big. He plays that he has big games against the Warriors. So. Now who's on the outside uh, on the on the west? Yeah, on the heels of Utah, or is uh, it already over? No, you got Sacramento, Minnesota, and you have uh, the Lakers. Okay, so the, Lakers are out of it. The Lakers are seven games behind, so they're unlikely, but. I think you the Sacramento Kings are four games. They're thirty three and thirty three. Yeah, they've been a surprising team. I've watched yeah. them this year, mm-hmm. and that's not just because I have Willie Cauley Stein in my fantasy league. Uh, they've just been. Um, I've seen a change in them. They're yeah. getting to where they want to go. De'Aaron Fox, yep. Buddy Hield, Marvin Bagley, Willie yeah. Cauley Stein, Harrison Barnes. Ha- they traded for Harrison them. Barnes. That was a great pickup great for trade. them. Yep, great pickup for them. Yeah. So they're they're on the rise. But as you look at the standings, I mean, you know, like you said, the the, the bottom five are not separated much by much. No. But they are from the top three. Yeah, and then Golden State and Denver, it's still not over for the first overall seed in the West. Go uh Denver's down by like two games. So But I don't know how you s- compete with these three. Yeah. Come playoff time. So who do you think is the biggest threat to Golden State? Houston. Houston. And Denver not far behind them. For me, I, I had to go with Houston and uh, Oklahoma City. Oh, especially Oklahoma City, if Paul George can be what he was before he injured his uh, shoulder. Right. Because but he, with Oklahoma, they're a two-man team. Denver's yeah. really, you know, if they have Harris and Murray and mm-hmm. Jok- Jokic. Yeah. Millsap. Millsap, right. Yeah, they're they pretty have complete. a legit team, and they're really good at home. Right. So if they had home court, that would be scary to right. go, go into Denver and win a game. It's possible, but right. it would be really scary. Yeah. And then I don't see the Clippers or the Spurs or even the Jazz making much of a threat. No, I don't see. I, I really hope that Portland gets out of that uh, fifth spot. Yeah, me they're too. They're gonna lose to Oklahoma City. Right. Right. Actually, I rather Portland. If we're, I'm looking at the standings correctly, I rather them lose a little bit more or go up to three, so they can face the Clippers. Right. And that's still tight, right? You said a game separating each. Yeah. Yeah. Houston, Oklahoma City, and Portland are basically a game out yeah. of each other. So. so it should be a great finish. Yeah, and this is the fun part of the NBA. You know. Nothing, nothing's really determined. Like, even in the West, like, usually in the West, like, last year, like, Golden State 
No, no, Houston was running away with it. And then, you know, you had it's – it's always a fun, like, you know, end of March, April. Right. You know, checking the standings every day, you know, who's, because matchups really do matter in the playoffs. Agreed. As you see last year when Portland faced the uh, New Orleans Pelicans, they got swept. Right. And New Orleans was the sixth seed. So matchups are a thing. And then the West is only separated by eight games, so Golden State were to lose eight games, which is not pro- not right. probably going to happen. Right. <laughs> but if they lose a couple, they can lose. Even if they lose four games, they could possibly be three or four. Yeah. So anything could happen. So you want to jump to the East? Yeah, let's go into the East. Uh, Milwaukee's leading with 15-17, the first win to uh, 50 wins. Toronto is 48-20. and 20. Philadelphia is 42 and 25. Indiana is 42 and 25. Boston is 41 and 27. The Nets are 36 and 33. Detroit is 34 and 32. Miami is 31 and 35. And then uh, Orlando and Charlotte are behind them. Orlando is 31 and 37. And Charlotte is 30 and 37. Well, let's talk about. I mean, two surprises for me. Yeah. How about those Nets finally oh, yes. coming into their own? <laughs> after the Celtics fleece them yeah. like five years it's ago. It's nice to see. <laughs> I always felt bad for them after that. So to see them in the mix. D'Angelo then, Russell, though. Ah, he's he's, he's nasty. He's tough. He's really yeah, good. No doubt. Uh, and then Indiana. you got to give credit to them. Mm-hmm. Losing Victor yeah. Oladipo early on. Mm-hmm. To see them in the fourth seed. Yeah, I always thought they were going to fall off. Yeah, me too. They, they didn't. I saw their schedule, and they're going to they're gonna probably fall to that five seed. So the Celtics will leap them? Yeah, so yeah. Celtics yeah. will leap them because yeah. Indiana has the toughest schedule remaining out of Philly and Boston. So, okay. And they, and they face Boston twice. Okay. So. One on the road, one at home? Yes. Yeah, okay. But I'm surprised with Detroit. Like yeah, Detroit, Detroit had a really, really bad like regular season, and then they just racked off like five, six straight wins, and now they're over 500. No, I expected that actually. You did. You, know, you got that kind of Drummond, Griffin, yeah, I mean, Reggie I, Jackson. I, I like their team, like Drummond and uh, Griffin. But like after that, and and Reggie Reggie Jackson's okay, but after that, they just don't have anything else. Yeah, I would agree. I, I would agree. I like their coach. Like Dwayne Casey is a great coach. Yeah, same. Should have never gotten fired from uh, Toronto. Toronto. Right. But, and you actually surprised me telling me that Miami's in the eighth seed. Yeah, Miami's in the eighth seed right I now. I always thought they were a lottery team. That's pretty good. Yeah. So how are they doing it? Morning. D Wade. D Wade. Yeah. D Wade. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know Drogic. He's been on waiters. Yeah. You know, they just, yeah, it's a different guy every night. Yeah, right. They, they have, Miami has a lot of highlight plays, though. Right. You always see someone, like, making a dunk. But if you compare the West to the East, I mean, the West has the, on paper, it looks like the advantage. Yeah, but I think the East, like, the East top four is going to be fun to watch in the semifinals. Right. You know, because you got Milwaukee, Toronto, Philly, and Boston. And that's seven-game series, right? Yeah. yeah. It might be. I don't know. I forget. I thought they did five. Is it five? No, yeah, seven? it is seven, yeah, but seven. I don't know if they're all going to go seven. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they might go, like, I think at least, I would say at least six. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And then you got Golden State. Yeah. We'll see. It's good. The road's going to be tough for Boston. <laughs> I don't think so. You don't think so? Nope. I, I, I would rather than say in the fourth seed if I, I were if it were me, so you can face uh the fifth seed, Indiana, and then you just face Milwaukee, because I think they can beat Milwaukee. So these other teams are set. You don't see the Nets catching either Boston or Indiana. No, yeah. I don't I don't see that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think the Nets are gonna stay. They might be seven yeah. or something. Okay. But I don't think anyone's catching Boston. Yeah. In, in the three the three and the five. But the importance for Boston to pass Indiana is home court. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's I, a five is that five games the first round? No, it's seven. Seven. Okay. I don't even think I'm with you. I don't think Boston would need home court to uh, to face Indiana. Indiana, but yeah. obviously you would like it. Yeah. Right. Right. 
Okay. But be- before it used to be Boston and Philly, and like, oh man, two good teams going at it in the first round, like. Oh, it would it would get them ready for future rounds? Yeah. But I agree with you. I'd rather Indiana. Yeah. So let's get into uh, the rookie of the year race with uh, Trey Young and Luka Doncic. With pleasure, because I have Luka on my fantasy team. You have Luka? Oh, yeah, you do. Got him late. Yeah. He's been Luka, awesome. Uh, Trey Young has been uh, killing it lately since the, February. The operative word? Lately. Lately. Luka's been doing it all I, year. I agree with you. That's yeah. why I had to go with Luka as rookie yeah. of the year, because Luka has been consistent this whole entire season. And Trey Young has been, like, he's been good, but as of February, he stepped his game up. Yeah, I would say the other reason why uh, Trey's had his team to himself, mm-hmm. whereas early on, Luca had to share that with um, Smith, yeah, Smith, DeAndre, mm-hmm. Jordan. Yep, you know, so, but he was still doing it, yeah. even with them. And, and he, he got a couple triple doubles as yep. well. Yeah, now with them gone, he's yeah. flourishing even more, so... Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Dallas has the better record than yep. the Hawks. And Trey Young has John Collins, which is he's really good. Right, right. <laughs> but yeah, so. uh, to give uh, in perspective, Trey's averaging 18.3 points per game and 7.8 assists. And Luke is averaging 21.1 points per game, 7.4 rebounds, and 5.6 assists. Yeah. So, and I've been following both. I just think... There's yeah. something about Doncic. Yeah. No, definitely, definitely. He peaked in the first half of the season, and Trey Young is peaking in the second half right. of the season. Right, I would agree with that. Because uh, Trey's had four plus thirty plus four thirty point gains in the last ten games, and he's averaging nine assists. That fourth overtime with the Bulls, he dropped forty nine points. So it's been. It's been crazy for Trey Young, but yeah. definitely uh, I have to go Luca for Rookie of the Year. All right, same here. All right, let's get into uh, some nice moments and some news over these past couple weeks. All right. So uh, D Wade had a game winner over the Warriors. I think like uh, two weeks ago, when the Warriors dropped two to a. They dropped a game to Miami, and they dropped a game to Orlando, <laughs> which was, like, shocking. Right. So no matter how you feel, that's yeah. why I'm not as convinced about the Warriors this year. Yeah. I always judge a team on how they're doing toward the playoffs. You yeah. listen to those kind of teams? They lost to the Suns. Yeah. I don't care how talented day. you are. Something's not right. Yeah. Uh, but for D-Wade, I've never been a fan myself. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you got to feel good for him. He's yeah. on his way out. He's on his way out. And... uh you know, has that big... What do you think of all these jersey swaps that he's been participating in? I think it's cool. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, sure. It's nice. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's, like, the first one. He's, like, the only one to get, like, love. Like, any, no other players had that. Yeah, right. Him. Right. Like, Paul Pearson had that. Even Nowitzki is retiring at the same time with him. <laughs> he hasn't had that. Right. So... But uh, I thought it was good for him, good for the league. And as we talked earlier about that James Harden step back over two defenders against the Celtics, yeah, I was like, wow. Yeah, one of the greatest scorers ever. Yeah. yeah. He could get a shot anytime, anyplace. I just don't think that, that he's going to win like that in the playoffs, though. He never has. He never has. But Look at, at his least, track record. At least Chris Paul is healthy, though. Right. He, you know, Chris Paul, he had that injury in the midseason. Compared to like later in the season or in the playoffs, right? So Chris Paul is healthy. I think Chris Paul is the key. And, you know, Capella's you know Capella's good with the blocking, you know, playing defense and the pick and roll lobs that he gets all the time, right? And those offensive rebounds. Yeah, they still need. I just I don't know. I mean, Eric Gordon's good too. Yeah, I really like their pickup of Kenneth Reed and uh, Austin Rivers. Yeah. And so. Iman Shepard, those were good pickups. Yeah, you're because right. Because they play you're defense. Right. Yep. So because when they when they lost Ariza, like they lost their three pointer and their defense guy. Right. And it was just not good. Yeah. But Houston has won nine straight games. They're leading the league in a win streak right now. Yeah, I just I need to see it in the playoffs. You know. No, I I definitely I definitely agree with you, but they've won. 
They won at the Warriors without Harden. Uh, they beat Atlanta, Charlotte twice, Miami, blown out Boston in Boston, beat Toronto in Toronto, beat Philly in Philly, and they just recently beat Dallas in a close game. So they're peaking at the right time. I just hope it's not too soon. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I just, I, I think you're like you said, they're probably the biggest threat to the uh, Warriors. Yes, but the Warriors remind me of the Celts when the lights go on. Yeah, watch out. I, I think their be defense ready. has been a problem though with Boogie Cousins though. Yeah, as of late, right? Because right. they they just take advantage of Boogie Cousins. Yeah, now something's not right there. So yeah, they might have to go back to the original death lineup with Andre Iguodala. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so Paul Gasol, uh, he was waived by the Spurs, and he signed with the Bucks. Now he's probably not going to play much. He's probably going to get like the five to ten minutes, but you know he'll be a valuable veteran. You know, in the locker room, can help out in playoff time. So I think that's a good pickup by the Milwaukee Bucks. I agree. I think they got him for one reason, and that's to win titles. Mm-hmm. And he knows how to do it. And yeah. uh, to me, that was always the missing piece with the Bucks. You know, they didn't Experience. have yeah, they didn't have anybody below. You know, they had these decent starters, yeah, but they didn't have that that presence that they need to to win championships. It's, it's going to be nice to see uh, them play Toronto because you know Marcus is on the Raptors right. and Paul Gasol is on the Bucks. So, right, you know, brotherly brotherly competition, brotherly right. love. Right. I thought the other one that was good, they got uh, Nicola, I think. Yeah, Nicola. Yeah. Miritich. Uh, yeah, Miritich. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say Vucevic. Yeah, Miritich. yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a great pickup by the Bucks. Yeah, so I think the Bucks are out for, they want to mm-hmm. make this happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, uh, who, who, who do you have for MVP right now? Will be Giannis or James Harden? Giannis. Giannis. I, I had to think Giannis about it. Well. Yeah, I had to think about it. But Giannis has taken that next step it, from has. what I've seen. He yeah. has. Uh, the Warriors signed Andrew Bogut. So that was a great pickup to yeah, strengthen nice, their defense. Nice story. Yep. You know, he's uh, he was on that championship team, so he knows the system. So it will be a great pickup for the playoffs, you know, in case Boogie can't play you know he's limited because of his defense so that'll be good yep yeah i think just a you know morale booster mm-hmm. i'm not sure how much he's going to be able to help but nice story yeah uh so uh we have some upcoming games this week uh i'm gonna give you the game and you just tell me who you're going with all right uh the first game is trailblazers at clippers and that is tonight the Blazers. Going with the Blazers? Yep. Uh, I just think the Clippers coming off that big win over the Celts. Yeah. Back to back, too. Yeah. I think the Blazers will win that. Uh, yeah. I'm going with Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard will show up. Yep. Get like 40 points. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Warriors at Rockets. Oof. Warriors. Warriors. Yep. Again, lights go on. They're going to play up. I'm going with the Rockets. Okay. I got uh, I got James Harden. James, look for James Harden and have a big game. All right, let me write that down. Rockets D train. All right. <laughs> we'll circle back. All right, after that. Ten plus assists from uh, Chris Paul. All right. <laughs> uh, Warriors first. Uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder on well, the 16th. Since I have them beating the Rockets, I think they'll then come down and lose <laughs> to, to, to Oklahoma. Oklahoma City. Yep. I'm taking the Oklahoma City Thunder as well. Okay. You know, you know Russell Westbrook. Yep. Oh <laughs> when, yeah. When he goes up to against the Warriors, oh yeah, he's bringing his A game. Although I don't know if he's. Is there going to be any repercussions <laughs> from him taking on that couple? Oh, the fan yeah. from yesterday. Uh, he just got fined. That's oh, it. Oh, that's it. Yeah, okay. he got like a twenty-five thousand dollars fine. Okay. And then we got the Seventy uh, Sixers at Bucks. Um, Bucks all the way. Bucks. Yep. Statement game coming up. Statement game. I know Embiid's back, but yeah. something too with that team's chemistry. Mm-hmm. You know, bringing in Butler. Yeah. Um, 
Who was the other one? Uh, Harris. Yeah, I like that Tobias Harris. Yeah, I, I like him too, but I don't know. Watching them is... I, I think they're going to keep Tobias and get rid of Butler, and Butler's yeah. going to walk in free agency. I agree. I agree with you. I would go with the 76ers because I think Philly needs this one more. Okay. They're in, a, they're in a lock for, you know, in the standings, and I think they need that one more. Okay. So I'm going with the 76ers, and I think Joel Embiid will have a big game. All right. I have a 30, 30 and 10. 30 and 10? At least. All right. And Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons might have a triple-double. I agree. He can do it any time. All right. Uh, Nuggets at Celtics on the 18th. Celtics. Celtics. It's that time of the year. Yeah. I'm going with Celtics as, as well. Uh, I think Kyrie will have a good game. I think... I think uh, they'll spread the wealth, and yeah, I think the Celtics will just win this game hand, uh, not handily. I think it will be maybe they'll win by like seven or eight points. So I got the Celtics. Okay. Uh, is there anything you would like to add before uh, we conclude today? No, just thank you for having me on your show. I feel like I'm on vacation right now, oh, talking sweet. NBA and not talking potholes. <laughs> so this has been great. Yeah, I hope well, you have me back. Someplace. Yeah, you should, you should make this like a, a yearly. A yearly thing. Let's do it. <laughs> I just want to thank you very much, Mayor Gary Christensen, for coming on my podcast today. Uh, you're the first mayor to come, first person of importance to come <laughs> on my podcast. So, <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah. Ho- hopefully, we can keep talking more NBA because this yeah. was fun, and uh, you can check out the Make It Rain podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Make It Rain Pod. We are on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Anchor. And you can just search the Make It Rain podcast. Uh, I just want to thank all the streamers, listeners, and guests in MATV. I just want everyone to have a great evening and peace out. Yeah.